744, 16 before 8, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Before we get on with Monday Morning Markets with Mark, I'll remind you, if you go to jeffersonfinancial.org, in the middle of the page you'll see a tab for calculators. And if you click on that and find your way to savings, and, and as Mark always says, you can't blow the computer up or hurt anything, but it's interesting to look at compound interest and compound savings and how it is important to save for your future and how, in some instances, it, if you got time, it doesn't have to necessarily be painful. With that, we welcome in Mark Roser, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, for Monday Morning Markets with Mark as we take a look at the week ahead on Wall Street. How you doing, Mark? Tommy, good morning. How are you? I'm okay, sir. Did you have a good weekend? Yep, I did. The weather was uh, really nice, and I tend to overdo it. Yeah. And uh, so I got to bed early last night. I needed it. Good for you. Well, next week, you know, yes. Daylight Saving Time comes in. Oh, okay. So be All aware right. of that. You'll be going to bed later, earlier. We'll I don't know. I get it confused. What kind of it. what kind of economic data do you have for well, us? It, you know, Tom, it, I was looking over a, a month's worth of data for the Dow Jones, and it's basically in a trading range. It's basically doing nothing. Of course, it moves up every day, and that's what markets do, but it's not going anywhere. And I think we're we're all on pause. We're all on Fed watch. Sounding like a broken record, but this this party is going to keep going. Uh, even in the in the face of good news, and we've said this before, well, the news comes out, it's wonderful, it's good, it looks like the economy is moving forward, but then the Fed's job is to pull it back a little bit because it's trying to arrest inflation. So last week, pending home sales were up to 8.1% for January. That was the largest increase since June of 2020. Wow. And I know what happened. Fed comes out on February 1st. They, they go up only a quarter of a point. It was anticipated that they were tapering down. We saw it here in the office that mortgage rates had, uh, had it really pulled back fairly significantly. It was in the sevens, mid sevens, pulled back into around the mid sixes, and I guess I gave, it gave a lot of people a little bit of encouragement. Even though six is is not where we is nowhere close to where we came from a year or so ago, but the party, you know, the, the economy continues. People are buying and selling homes, maybe not at the rate that we enjoyed before, but 8.1%, that was, you know, Wall Street Journal said this this was significant. And uh, it, it's a, it, in, it rose for the second month in a row. So, and these are homes where the contracts have been signed. And they're just waiting for closing. So it's kind of an affirmative to what, what the activity level has gone on. Spoke to a couple of realtors last week, and believe it or not, you just for local, just seeing what's going on around here, well, the rate's certainly a factor. And uh, it, uh, the people that are buying the, the higher dollar homes, the seven-figure homes, a, a lot of times have been bought with cash. They're either using other assets as, uh, as places to borrow, money that they've saved, but they're not financing a $2 million home at 7%. So the, the, those sales are going through fewer than – the more routine prices, naturally, but I, I thought that was an interesting thing. Two realtors both saying the same thing, that, that that's kind of a phenomenon right now. Where did that money but come it, from, Mark? I'm just curious. Did well, it come it, out of the market? Coming, yeah, they say and it's either coming out of the market, it's coming from savings, it's coming from the sale of other assets, maybe other real estate, and they're putting those things together to form the house, to, to purchase the house that they want. And uh, she was quoting there was one, you know, it was $2.4 million, and uh, it was going through, and they weren't borrowing money, at least against the house, to make the deal go through. So that was a kind of interesting. But uh, I'm, I'm hearing that not infrequently. 
Well, that would you know, be a that's smart. How some of those big deals are moving. A smart thing because you could, if you have 100% equity in the home, you could always, if interest rates ever drop down to two or three percent again, you could always put them to get the money out of the house with a, a equity loan and then put it back into a higher performing uh, product, right? Positively, okay. and of course you get the tax benefit of of a real estate. Uh, you know, you get some to kick back on the on the taxes from from the financing. Uh, but that you know that's what people are doing. So I think they're just not wanting to borrow. But it, as far as you know, the rates going down to seven, uh, excuse me, mid sixes, and then the Fed says, okay, we're going to raise it by a quarter, tapering since last year, much anticipated, low amount, a quarter basis point. I mean, a quarter, twenty five basis point, quarter percentage point, and then that that the employment. Uh, report comes out at over 500,000 new jobs created. So that put the Fed on, you know, that, okay, we've got to spool this back up. Tell me, I think that the biggest deal about it is that when they began, they ramped up to 75 basis points, three quarters of a point, kept it there for about four months. Then they started ramping down. That would be typical Fed action. So if they're going to be oscillating between, if it's a quarter point this month and a half a point next month and back to a quarter – well, the markets are not going to know what to do, mm-hmm. and you're going to have you're going to have a slowdown, all right, because everybody's going to pull, pull back. So now, mortgage rates. I'm looking at Wall Street Journal this morning. They're they're uh, seven sixteen as of as of yesterday uh, over the weekend. You know, back up into the sevens because it's anticipated that higher rate rises are coming. So you know, we got some manufacturing data that's going to be out this morning, and kind of Wall Street is sitting on the edge of their chairs, seeing what's going to happen there. Because uh, business investment rose um, in the fastest pace in five months. So new orders rose 0.7%. This was last week's news. We've got some more manufacturing data coming out this morning. But the expected was it for it to fall by 3.6. So between what we had in pending home sales, what we had in business investment, and uh, the Institute of Supply Management on the, on the services index, that's that's well into expansion territory. It's 55%. What does that mean? Well, anything over 50, the economy is expanding. Anything under 50, and the, the economy is contracting. And for this to be part of our uh, services index, when we have employment reports come out, it's typical that the, the, the leisure or, or um, the service sector is enjoying the biggest increases in jobs. So people are going back into those. Um, that's why it's expanded so much. But it's you know it, it's it's just week by week we're watching what the news is, and then of course at the end of that rainbow we're saying what's the Fed going to do? What's the Fed going to do? And that's everybody's on Fed watch. Right, let me take a break. When we come back, Mark. We'll talk about prices on the other side of that, and also the importance of housing to the economy. Because I always was under the impression that's one of the most important things because it's like a a sprinkler. It goes out and and affects so many other things, but. Uh, again, if it seems as though we're back to, all right, we're pulling too many fish into the boat, guys. Use a smaller net or put some other restriction on it. And I, I don't know how this all ends, but Mark will help us clear it up when we come back. Mark Rosa, president, CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, taking a look at the week ahead on Wall Street. Monday morning markets with Mark. Right now it's time for traffic on WWL. 7.56 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Mark Groser, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, Monday morning markets with Mark. So, Mark, let me get to a text here real quick. Please ask Mark why CD and savings rates aren't going up when mortgage rates are, but I, I thought they were going up. 
Oh, I think CD rates, savings rates is really little incentive in, in financial institutions to raise what's called an overnight account rate, either checking or savings. It's just not a lot of incentive to do it. Mm-hmm. Where it gets competitive is the CDs, and I think they're moving up significantly. They've, uh, I mean, significantly since all this started back in last April. So I think if he shops around, uh, he'll see, you know, four and five percent CDs out there. And they were like in the ones below one uh, before the, the Fed started raising rates. But uh, just segueing into what's going to happen real quick this week. The last week, last Friday was the first Friday of the month. And I thought the Labor Department was going to come out and give the employment report that they kicked it into this week. So what do we have in uh, the Monday, Monday markets? We're watching for manufacturing, and we're watching for the employment report. It's uh, it forecasted 225,000 new jobs will be reported on Friday for February, and the unemployment rate's going to stay at 3.4. If it's going to be more aggressive than that, we'll expect the markets to cheer on one hand naturally and, and kind of retreat on the other and more trading range. So it, that would be nice if this thing calmed down and and uh, inflation would come back uh, down a bit, and, and the Fed could could relax and, and stop uh, jostling the markets. But that's that's where we are, and that's what we're looking for. So, if you were to look at those numbers as a snapshot, you would say if if you awakened from a coma or something, or came in from another country, and I were to show you that snapshot of the economy, you would say, "Wow, things are going pretty well, right?" Oh, absolutely. And I think it just continues from the economy we had, Tommy, to 2019. I mean, it, it was just a robust, so such a robust economy. And then we shut everything in 2020, but that didn't mean the underpinnings weren't ready to go back to work and, and get get busy again. Of course, we had to clear COVID, and I think that's largely uh, cleared. So you're seeing all this stuff come come back in, new businesses opening, people are being hired, people going so back why, to work, those types of things. So in the minute that we have uh, left, Mark, fast. in a minute that we have left, why then should the Fed get involved if you come in, well, awaken from a coma and you look at it, it's like, wow, that's great. Why are we fooling with this? Well, because they, their whole idea is inflation is above their target range. And they set they screwed up their own target range when they were pouring money into the economy. So now they have to retreat that a at a more ambitious pace. So they, they really lost a lot of credibility, um, you know, last summer when they didn't start putting the brakes on because they could have eased that in far more than they than they did. And uh, and here we are. We're in FedWatch. So are- they meet on the 21st, 22nd, so we'll be watching until then. And, Mark, we'll be back on Wednesday. We're going to drill down on that. Thank you, Mark. Have a good yes. day. Thank you, Tommy. Stay out of the fog. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to Tim Temple. He's running for insurance commissioner, and we'll talk about the insurance crisis in Louisiana and what he would plan to do to fix it or what he's planning on doing, would like to do. How can it be fixed? We'll take your questions, comments, 504-260-1870. Tommy Tucker, back in a flash, Monday morning, WWL.